0: The following message from Bible teacher and pastor, Jim Crabb, is brought to you by Imago Day Christian Fellowship in Westchester, Ohio.
1: I'm in the book of Romans this morning, chapter 10. I'm going to be real simple today, ultra simple, but I, this is the word I believe that God wants me to share this morning. We're going to go from... Uh, the book of Romans in chapter 10, and then we're going to go back to the Old Covenant and look at Numbers chapter 13. So you can get ready for that. Let's start in in this verse here in Romans chapter 10. This This is one of the landmark verses of the book of Romans. And in all your Bible, in verse 17. And here's what it says. It said, Faith. Cometh by hearing. Faith. Faith always comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So there's something that happens every time you hear the word. Every time this, this happens. Faith comes with the word. Huh? one lady said when my first, first month saved i went to a miracle service and and i i heard this lady preacher and she said she said this simple statement i never i never forget it it helped i mean i think about it many days most most days maybe not every day but she said these words coffee comes in coffee cups and faith comes in the word coffee cups got coffee But the word has faith. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word. Now, let's slip up some verses from verse 17. Let's look at, let's start at verse 8. So, how does faith come? By hearing. Verse 8. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee. The word's near you. It's for us, for sure. The word is near us because we're preaching, we're studying it. That's our business. Our primary business is to take the word of God and speak for Him and speak what He has already said. And in that, God. He's trying to get faith into the earth. I heard it. You know, remember the verse in the Gospels? Jesus said, when I come, will I find faith in the earth? My answer, when I read that years ago, I raised my hand and said, yes, you will. Somebody said, how do you know, Pastor? Because I'll be preaching the word. When he comes, I'm going to be found preaching the word. I'm going to be found talking about the Word. Let my ears hear the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word. The Word, verse 8, is, is nigh thee even in thy mouth. So you know you've got to take the Word of God. You've know you got to hear the Word of God. See, you're, we're part of this thing. We've got to hear the Word of God so faith can come. And then we've got to take the Word of God, get around the Word of God. That means you've got to be around... Somebody knows the Word, right? And then we've got to take that Word and we've got to put it in our mouth. There's a lot of people willing to, to, to hear me say it, but you've got to put it in your mouth. Huh? The Word is nigh thee. Where is it? It's in your mouth. You can tell... You know, you can tell what somebody believes in the first 15 seconds of a conversation because they'll tell you. It comes out of their mouth. The word is nigh thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. So that's the real thing we've got to do is we've got to get the word, put it in our mouth, and then we want it to go on and be deposited way in the deepest part of who we are. That is the word of faith. The word of faith that we preach. So somebody say, What are they preaching at Imago Day? Tell them boldly. Draw a picture of me, a bald headed man, stick man. Make me real thin when you do that, will you? Huh? And say, What's he, what are they preaching at Imago Day? They're preaching the word of faith. That's what we're doing. We're preaching the fact that the word is filled with faith. Isn't that right? And, And they are preaching that the believers are supposed to be hearing the word and then take the word and putting that word in their mind and in their mouth and in their heart. All right? Now watch. So that... If you confess, there's, there's the word in your mouth. If you confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. Well, why would you confess the Lord Jesus? Well, because faith come and you heard about what he did on the cross. It, this is, and this is how you get saved. There was no... See, I'd never heard the gospel when, until I was like 18 years old. I never heard the gospel. I heard a bunch of social uh, <laughs> stuff <laughs> that, that, that couldn't have healed a fly with a headache or had no power to save the lost because there was, because there was no power in it. Huh? They, I didn't know the gospel. Now, I knew that Jesus was in the Bible and had something to do with what they were trying to talk about a little bit, but I'm, I, I wasn't convinced anybody there knew anything. But when I heard the gospel, huh? when I heard the gospel, I heard it. There's power in hearing. There's power in hearing. How's faith come? It comes by hearing. I heard the gospel, and faith for salvation came to me. And then, then I, I, it took a little while for it to grow, but it, then that, that faith that came with the gospel that was shared with me, then I put it in my mouth, and I did this right here, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus... I put the word of faith in my mouth. And I confessed that he was my Lord. Huh? And shall believe in your heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Huh? So, so I heard it. I confessed it. It was now in my heart. And then... At the end of verse 9, I was saved. That's how you get saved. For with the heart, man believes to righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made to salvation. But it all starts with verse 17. It all starts with faith comes by hearing. And, And it'll make that even more clear here in a minute. For the scripture saith, whoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. We, I don't, we don't do it anymore. I don't think, I haven't done it in a long time. I, I don't know if I should or not. But I, we, I used to love it when we'd get somebody saved. We'd, we'd, the first thing we'd teach them to do is you've got to tell somebody else what happened to you. Don't go to bed tonight. See, he that believeth shall not be ashamed. That's what we use to teach him. You need to, man, you, if, you, if you've been made, made alive in Christ and you get saved by hearing the word of God, the gospel, and it, and it and faith comes to believe that gospel, and it impacts your life, and faith is activated in your mouth and in your heart to such a degree, amen, that we confess our salvation, then. We, the first thing I used to tell people to do is tell somebody. Don't go to bed. To, to, I mean, don't wait a month. Don't wait an hour. Tell somebody that you got saved. And in fact, I want to challenge all of us today. That's what we're supposed to do every day. I love Brother Daniel sitting here, my, my friend Brother Daniel, one of our newest members. Brother Daniel came into church the other day. And I knew he did this. This is, this is a soul winner right here. How I many know you got to care about other people? You got to care about them. You got to care about them so much you don't care what they think about you when you share Christ with them. And, and Brother Daniel came into church the other night and had this, this big stack of, 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 of papers and they were wrapped in this you know wrapped in cellophane or something packaged very nicely and he handed them to me and what they were were gospel tracts a go- gospel tract is something that you we used to you would pass them out and it would have the gospel on it you've seen them uh, men see them in in the men's bathroom i don't know if they make it to the ladies bathroom but I used to leave men men's bathroom. Leave them leave them at at the urinal there. They're just going to have to stare at it. Huh? You got some? Yeah. I got in trouble. I got called into the guy that was running the entire Ivorydale Technical Center in I when I when I worked there cuz not long after I got saved, man. I used to leave gospel tracts everywhere, all the time. I'd leave them in every office I went into. I'd pass them out like candy. Huh? I just came out of the drug world and used to mess with stuff like that, and I thought, man, I I need to be as bold about dealing the Word. Hmm? You ought to tell three people that my pastor's a dealer. He is. I'm dealing. I'm still dealing. I'm still sharing. And, and Daniel takes those tracks and goes to his job and other places. And he, he, shares, he shares the gospel everywhere he goes. And I think that's a powerful thing. That's good. May Lord, Lord make all of us a soul winner like Daniel. Watch verse 12. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. Now you know that'd make a Jewish guy mad. Back here, back in this time. That'd make him mad because he was, wait a minute, we're special people. But he said there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek. Why is that? For the same Lord over all is rich to all that call upon him. So, the Word of God, the Word that we hear, the Word of faith about salvation, Christ died for your sins. The Word of faith that we hear, it goes out and a, like the sower sows the Word. He scatters, he reaches into his bag and takes the seed and he scatters it. Well, some of it, some of that seed goes out, it it, it falls on Jews. And some of it goes out and it falls on Greeks. Right? But here, here's my point. The Word of God's not a respecter of person about who believes it. Even though the Jews had thought they were the only ones that the whole thing was for until that time. Huh? Man, we, they were preaching to all kinds of people. They were preaching to bad people, unbelievers, doubters, powders. They were were preaching to to different races. But here's the point. The Word of God's got, got faith in it. And when people hear it, I don't care what they're like when they hear it. Huh? I was away from God when I heard it. But when I heard it, something activated inside me and I became alive in the inside and that thing was calling me to something. And a couple years later, it matured and, I, and it grew and I gave birth to salvation came to pass in my life. But whoever hears it, so you know, the, I've, I've really been studying too. I've been studying the blessing of God. Huh? The blessing. You know, God will bless you. He'll make you rich in salvation, but He'll bless everything else you do. He's, he'll bless you. He'll make everything you do prosper. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. So whatever you hear, man, will work for you. Now, verse 13 again. For whoever... Jew, Greek, whoever will call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, this then he breaks this down. How then shall they call on him and they, whom they haven't believed? Well, they so you the first thing you they got to do is they got to call on him, but they can't call on him unless they believe. Now watch. And how shall they believe in Him that they haven't heard? So they got to they, they, they call on Him. They got to believe in Him. But in order to believe in Him, they got to they hear it. Somebody's got, and how shall they hear without a preacher? So there is a calling. You got to believe it. Somebody, the way they believe it is they hear it. How can they hear it? God sends a preacher and how shall they preach except they be sent as it is written how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel and bring glad tidings of good things hallelujah but they have not all obeyed the gospel for Isaiah said Lord who hath believed your report But we know this, that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen? Amen. So those are all the things that go into it. Now, real quick, Numbers 13. Numbers 13. You know these verses as well. We're going to talk about the spies that Moses sent out. Hmm? Moses sent out the spies, didn't he? And verse 13, chapter 13, verse 1. Remember, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. How'd they get faith? Well, somebody preached it. How'd, they get, how'd the preacher get there? God sent him. And the Lord spoke to Moses and said, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan. Now, I've, I've heard it said, and I'm going to use that today. When, when we, now, Moses sent men out to, to to look at the land of Canaan, a natural land. Isn't that right? But we're going to change something. We're going to change from... So he he sent men to go search the land. We're going to change men to... He sent some preachers. That's what these guys were supposed to be. They were supposed to go and... And and then go and search the land, and then and then bring a report back. In other words, they were going to bring a message back. That's what the point was. They were going to bring a message back. And instead of saying, "Let," so we're going to say, Moses sent out a bunch of preachers, huh? And then what? The, instead of saying he searched, they searched the land we're going to say those preachers searched the promises of God. This, this right here is the land that we're supposed to be searching. Hmm? And we already found out that in this book right here, that that's how you get faith because you keep hearing the word. You keep hearing it. And you keep, you keep searching the land until you find the promises of God. Now, and so watch what happened. So you know, Moses, and it goes through and tells you specifically and exactly who the spies were. And then in verse 17, once Moses gets those spies, those preachers, he sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, get up this way southward and go up to the mountain and see what the land is. So that the and the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak, or few or many. So go go look at the land and find out what's in that land. Then bring back a report. Come back and preach to us. And what the land is that they dwell in, verse 19, whether it be good or bad, I want to tell you right now, it's 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 if God's in it, if that's where he sent us, it's good land. I've been trying to tell people for all these years, man, that where we're going is a good land. But in order to get there, we've got to search out the promises of God. See what the land is, whether it's good or bad, and what the cities that they be that dwell in, in tents or strongholds, and what the land is, whether it's fat or lean. i got a word for you. It's lean. It's fat. It's not lean. Huh? Whether there be wood therein or not, and be ye of good courage, and bring some of the fruit of the land. I got a feeling that Moses knew that 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 was the right land and there was great blessings in there because even before they went, he, he was telling them, Go check the land out and see what's in there. Moses had an inkling. Man, there's some good stuff in there. Huh? And and bring me some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was at the time of the first ripe grapes. Now, let's look down. we skip a couple verses, but no context here. Verse 23. And they came to the brook of Eschol, and they cut down from there a branch with one cluster of grapes, one cluster of grapes. And they bear it between two people upon a staff. So there was two guys carrying a staff, a piece of wood, and the the grapes that were growing on that that were, were in that land where they went to spy it out and search it out. There was. Those grapes were such big grapes and such, it was such a fruitful vines in the territory they went into that it took two guys to carry one cluster of grapes. I want to tell you, that's, that's what we're doing when we get into the Bible. We're just, we're spying out the promises of God. But I'm telling you, when we get where we're going, I'm telling you, there are going to be big clusters of grapes. There's going to be big blessings for us. Huh? Let's, Let's look at verse now down to verse 25, and we're going to get to what I really want to say. And they returned from searching the land for after 40 days. Those preachers. We're searching the promises of God for 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and Aaron to all the children of Israel under the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back... Now watch. They brought back word. Faith comes by hearing. They brought back the word. They brought back a report. Huh? A report is always... always it's, 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 a, it's a spoken report. They brought back word unto them and, and unto all the congregation. And look, and they held up and showed them some of the fruit of this land. And they told him and said, we came to a land whether, where you sent us. Now watch and surely absolutely it is it flows it flows it flows the land of the promises of god this thing flows with milk and with honey and this is some of the fruit of it in other words that was Joshua and Caleb and they're bringing the word man Praise God. Look what happened. Look what we found. Huh? And verse 28 Nevertheless, the people that dwell in that land, dwell in that land, the people be strong that dwell in that land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, they dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. So you know what happened? Just like happens to all of us, as soon as the word is preached and faith begins to come, because it always does. Coffee comes in coffee cups and faith comes in the word. If the word of God is preached, then faith always comes. But as soon as faith comes, remember that what Jesus taught? He said, as soon as the word is sown, as soon as the word of God is sown, what happened? A thief comes. And he tries to, the devil, it's the devil, and he tries to steal the seed of the word of God. So even though the, the, Joshua and Caleb were telling them, Look at this. You're not going to believe this. This land's not okay, man. This land is awesome. This is mind-blowing. That land flows. Everywhere we turn, there was milk and honey. There, Honey always represents something real sweet. Huh? Real sweet. I'm telling you, being a Christian is like finding the land of milk and honey. It's a land. Since I got saved, I've I've been searching out the promises of God. I've been spying out the land that God had promised me. This book is a promise book. This book is for me. And every time I look in it and hear it, faith always comes and there's always milk and honey flowing through it. And there's always serious grapes or fruit in there. Huh? But... But, you know, but the other guy said that went and spied it out, they said, yeah, but yeah, 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 that's true. It did flow with milk and honey. But we want you to know there's Hittites in there. There's Amorites in there. There's Canaanites up in the mountains. There's there's all kinds of enemies. There's giants in that land. Watch what they said now. Huh? Verse I I love verse 30. You gotta every, every church, everybody needs you need a, you need Joshua and Caleb in your life. Dump everybody else get and listen to Joshua and Caleb. Don't listen to everybody. Huh? You listen to people that have the spirit of Joshua and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb, you know what they're doing? They're trying to tell them we can. And the other people, what are they doing? They're saying we can't. It's true what was said, that this is a land that flows with milk and honey, but, but there's problems there and we're, we, we can't do that. Huh? I want to I always go down. I hope you write me down at Pastor Crabb in his lifetime preaching the gospel. He was always a Joshua and a Caleb. And the spirit of Joshua and Caleb was always, we can. I want to be an I can believer. And Caleb stilled the people. That's a nice way to say he was telling them to shut up. Seriously. Because they, once they started talking about they, you know, maybe they got excited at first when they heard about land that flows with milk and honey. Maybe they got excited about when they showed them the fruit. But then the other people, when they started talking, Caleb could all of a sudden, he could feel, he could feel faith dissipating. And so Caleb got up and still the people, knock it off. Quit talking, I can't. Quit talking, we're not going to make it. Quit talking about that stuff. Caleb stilled the people before Moses. I love Caleb, don't you? The truth is, you ought to become a Caleb to others. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us, I love Caleb, because he wasn't going to get a committee together and see if it was God's will to go do it. Caleb told all the doubters and the powders to knock it off. And Caleb said, let's go up at once and possess it for we are well able to overcome it. I mean, this, this is always my word. This is what I always believe. Let's leave now. If there's something good laying out there, and, and the report comes back from the promise of God. I'm not going to see if I can. You know, I'm going to think about it and see if it works into my schedule to go get it. Brother, to go into the land of milk and honey and eat the fruit that God has promised us. Man, I like I like Caleb. Let's leave. Let's don't think about it. Don't eat. We're gonna, There's so much stuff over there. You don't even need to pack your junk over here. Because there's so many blessings over there in the other side. Huh. But what did he say at the end? We are well able. I got a word for you today. You can do this. You're well able. You can get through this thing you're battling. You're well able to do it. We're well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said... Isn't it amazing? These two of the spies, all all the spies, saw exactly the same thing. They didn't see, they saw exactly the same thing. Everybody hears the word. Jews, Greeks, different people, everybody hears the word. And faith, the capacity for faith always comes when the word's preached, but not everybody grabs it. And out of all those spies, there was only two of them. Hmm? That said we could. You need, you, you, some of you need to quit, quit listening to people that are telling you you can't. Just stop hearing them. Cut them off. I don't want to be rude. Well you, well, you need to be. Caleb stilled the people. There's a verse for you to still them. For we're well able to overcome it. But the men that went with him, verse 31, said, We not we be not able to go up against those people. For they are stronger than we are. Yeah, I hey well, that might be so, but what's that got to do with anything? Because I know this, I'm not going up there in my own power and in my own might. Man, it's god's going to go in there with us god's the one that gave us that land and god's the one that promised us this land and i'm going to go get what's mine and i know this that however strong every one of those enemies are that are in that land they are not stronger than almighty god and so that means a hundred percent of the time as long as you've got a promise from the Bible, a promise from the Word of God, the answer is you can do it and you ought to leave now and go on and get it. They said we, we, we can't do it because the giants are in the land. They're stronger than we are. I love verse 32. And those people brought up an evil report. You ought to underline the word evil there. Unbelief. Doubt to such a degree that it would keep the people that were promised the land of milk and honey and all of those grapes, that that their doubt and unbelief would keep those people out of going into that promised land. And and the word calls it. They brought an evil report. That's evil. To not tell people the truth. You 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 are called to the land of milk and honey. Every image bearer, we're we're supposed to get saved and come on in and and, and then look at all this land. I've been I've been I've been searching the land of milk and honey for. Uh, all these years since I got saved in 1973, I'm still finding out. I'm still finding some grapes I didn't know were in here. I'm still finding some milk and honey It's flowing in places that I didn't know it could flow. And it's still blessing my life. But these guys brought up an evil report. And they said in the middle of verse 32, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eats up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which came of the giants. And we were, here's the problem, they said we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. So what they said was when we they were saying no. Don't believe don't believe the pastor. Don't believe what he said about the promises of God. He just preaches that milk and honey stuff. But it's it's not true. It's we it's there but we can't get it. What kind of nonsense are people listening to. I want to listen to somebody that will tell me I can. Somebody, I'll tell you who I'm running around with. I'm looking for some people that will go with me, praise God, and that are willing to to be so excited about what's in this book that you're willing to leave with me right now. Shout out loud, I'm leaving now. Say it out loud. Say, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Why are you going? Because I can. Because it's promised to me. And because faith came that I could get it and I'm going to take it for the glory of God. Hallelujah. 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 Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word. That's what we ought to do. John Wells... I believe by the Holy Spirit the word of faith that we preach this morning that all the promises of God part of the land of milk and honey is healing for your sweetie that's in the hospital right now that's battling cancer and battling all kinds of other stuff and in the name of Jesus I believe that faith and a new level has come to you today and that you're going to take it in there to her and preach a good report May the healing power of milk and honey flow your direction for the glory of God. Somebody say amen. Let's all stand up. Praise God. Yes, He is good. He's good and we can go get it. We can go get it. You can go do it. Somebody said, I don't know much. That's not the... the, the requirement. The requirement is, have you heard the word? And faith come on the inside of you. Faith for the miraculous. Faith for the impossible. That is the will of God for our lives. Say out loud, we, we, we're going in. And we're well able. Huh? You got to know that. I'm well able. I'm not able. I'm well able. You, you're not able, you're well able to get every promise that's in, in this book in the name of Jesus. Let's put our hands toward heaven. Let's give God thanks today.
0: We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Amago Day, please visit our website at amagodaycenty.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y dot com. We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crab and Amago Day, please visit our website at ImagoDaysensi.com. I M A G O D E I C I N C Y dot com.